and welcome to the podcast where you can find weekly episodes to talk about health, wellness, and balancing life during this pandemic. Today, we are talking about mindfulness meditation. I am Jackie Garcia, and I'm a fourth-year student majoring in liberal studies and minoring in psychology. And I'm Summer Hijazi, and I'm a senior studying mass communications of journalism with an emphasis in advertising. We are both volunteers in the Peer Ambassador of Wellness Program, and we're going to be your host this week. I'm really excited to welcome our guest to the podcast, Nayantara Rodriguez. Thank you so much for being here. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do at Fresno State? All right. Hi, everybody. Uh, Nayantara Rodriguez here. I'm an adjunct faculty member in the Counseling and Rehabilitation Department at Fresno State. I've been teaching there for about 10 years now. And I love my job. It's not really a job, but I love my job. And I also have a nonprofit called Namaste for Compassion, which brings yoga um, as mental health tools out to the community that, especially communities that are underserved. And um, I also have a private practice. So I am a licensed marriage and family therapist as well. I think right now, the concept of mindfulness and meditation has become a really hot topic. And I think most of us have heard of it. But I think that there's also a very specific type of imagery that comes to mind with it. So before we dive in all the way or any deeper, can you talk a little bit about what it is and what it isn't? Yes. So mindfulness, I think, or meditation can sometimes, I think, kind of be interchanged in in a sentence or in topics. And um, I think that also when we picture mindfulness or meditation, it's kind of this person sitting down, just really zen and calm, not having any, you know, crazy thoughts going through their head and just, you know, just in, in this peace. And I think there are aspects to that that are very true and aspects that aren't. So I think when it comes to mindfulness and meditation, they're two different things. And also the way we kind of practice those things are kind of different for each of us. So taking that last question a little bit further, how would you differentiate mindfulness from meditation and how do they work together in conjunction? Mindfulness is more of a way of being every, every day to kind of bring awareness to what we're doing in the present moment and take that with us throughout the day. Whereas meditation is more of a tool of helping us to practice the state of mindfulness, to get our mind there and to train it so we can kind of get to that place a little bit faster. I think it's helpful to understand the benefits to the practice. So why should we do it? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And I think that more and more people are starting to figure out why but I always kind of tell my students, I even, I even try and tell myself this, is that most of the day, um, our minds are just wandering. We're not really thinking about what we're doing in the present moment. For the most part, we're thinking about, you know, what we need to do next or what we just did yesterday, or we're thinking about, you know, uh, the grocery list, or, I mean, there are a million things that are going through our head at each given moment. And there was an article that I read um, the other day and it said, they did a study and I think about, for most people, about 46% of the day is spent on um, thinking about other things other than the present moment. And this leads to a lot of depression for a lot of people because um, they they said 
a quote, like a wandering mind is an unhappy mind because we tend to kind of go to all the negative things, you know, or think about things that we need to do and it stresses our body out. Um, if you think about even just a small thing, like, you know, what do I need to do next? And you go to the store and need to pick up these things automatically. It's causing our body a lot of stress without even knowing it. So it's really, really important that we start to slow down our lives, even if it's just for five minutes, even if it's just, you know, uh, or three minutes of breathing, it really increases our capacity to be in the present moment, um, to live life intentionally, and then not to add more stress onto our lives than we already have. So I think it's a really beautiful practice that helps us to really be with ourselves more and then be in the present moment more and reduce stress in our lives. Now, I have to ask, how did you personally get introduced to mindfulness and meditation? Yeah, I, that's, a, that's a cool little story. I, I think it's always been a little part of my life um, here and there, but I think the one time that I really was introduced to it and, and loved it and, and noticed the difference that it made for me was um, in a yoga class. Yoga, again, this is another thing, yoga and mindfulness um, are also always grouped together. And yoga is mindfulness. Um, I think in, in the West, we like to call it mindfulness, but it's yoga, right? So I went to a yoga class and um, it, was, it was more asana based. So the, the physical aspects of yoga. And I remember um, after class, just crying, like just crying out of nowhere. And I thought I was crazy, but come to find out more people cry <laughs> in yoga class. Um, and I remember thinking, wow, you know, here I am, licensed marriage and family therapist, um, have been to therapy. I feel like I know myself pretty well. I'm a pretty spiritual person. But for the first time, there was something that was really unlocked in me. And that that also felt really safe at the same time, to be able to feel whatever was coming up for me and just letting it go and releasing and being really present with whatever was coming up for me. So that was the first time I was really introduced to um, this, this form of mindfulness, this, this yoga. And I think from that point on, I was on a mission to link the two together because mindfulness, yoga, it's so good for your mental health. Um, and, you know, Yogis have known that for, for thousands of years, and we're finally starting to kind of catch on. But I think that was the, the, the moment where I just knew that this was something really powerful that a lot of people need to experience. So I know you did already share a little bit about what it is and what it isn't, but can you give us a few more examples of what mindfulness meditation looks like or what it can look like? Yeah. So when we think about mindfulness, it's kind of like this everyday thing, right? Of um, really bringing to awareness what's happening in the present moment. So when I work with my clients on mindfulness, I'm just like, you know, sit down while you're eating dinner and just, you know, remember like, here I am, I have a fork, I'm putting the fork in, you know, into my food, I'm putting food into my mouth. I'm digesting it. My body's working for me. Like that's a mindfulness practice of just being present or in a conversation with one of your friends and you, and you're thinking like, oh my gosh, I need to hurry up and leave or, you know, whatever to, to still be there in that moment and to have this conversation and, and to be really like just grateful, right? Just be present. So mindfulness is again, this like constant 
retraining your brain to come back to the present awareness of, of your body, of, of who you're talking to, of what you're doing. And um, that can be done throughout the day. Meditation is more intentional in the sense that, you know, to sit down, to close your eyes, to give your mind a break. Um, like I said, more of a tool. So kind of a training point to get to mindfulness um, and making it easier for you to be in the present moment. So, I mean, there's so many different types of meditations. I mean, one can be just your breath, right? Like closing your eyes and just focusing on your breath, which our breath um, tends to then talk to our mind and telling our mind to calm down, which then tells our body to calm down. Um, there's, there's guided meditation where um, I do that a lot with my clients is to have them sit down and um, think about you know, either their, their inner child or somebody that they can connect with. Um, so there's different types of, of meditation, but that is more intentional and that is more of a tool to help your mind to kind of calm down and be present so then you can access mindfulness, which is every day. I know that you gave like those examples of like eating and everything like that for clients and everything, but I'm curious, do you have any personal favorite ways that you incorporate mindfulness and meditation into your daily life? Yeah. Um, I think for meditation, I definitely try to do a lot of pranayama. So that's the mastery over breath. Um, and again, that's a, that's yoga as well and, um, mindfulness as well. And I think I definitely try and incorporate that every single day. Um, for me, breath is so important because I mean, just think about it, right? I mean, how many times during the day do we take like active, like deep breaths into our belly and um, just give us, uh, give, give us a time to close our eyes and breathe and be there um, just to calm our mind down. So I, I definitely try and do that every day. Um, another form of meditation that I like to do is just the actual yoga asana practice. Um, so that definitely it's, we always call it like meditation in motion because we're breathing and we're, you know, a lot of us closing our eyes while we're doing these, these asanas and it helps us to get to a state of uh, a calm mind. And that's basically why yoga was the asana practice was invented, but the mindfulness, I think being a, being a busy mom, like you said, I have a lot going on and I have two children and I'm a wife and all of that as well. I tend to always be thinking about what I need to do next. So one of the things I like to practice a lot, especially with my kids, is to slow down and, and to hear their stories of like, you know, I don't know, Minecraft or Roblox or like what they're doing and, um, you know, who they like traded with online or whatever it is, like just to hear them and, and really be present with them and, and dive into their lives uh, with them in the present moment because kids are so present. I mean they're telling you exactly what's on their mind and what's on their heart at any given moment. So I try to really be present with them when I can. And that that's my, me practicing mindfulness is being there with them, listening to their stories, noticing, Oh, like look at their smile or my daughter looks a little bit taller today or whatever it is. Um, really trying to be there in those moments with them whenever I can. Um, so that's something I do every day, that and the breathing. Now, would you be willing to lead us into a brief demonstration of a mindfulness practice or meditation? Yeah, I would love to. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, so we're going to start to uh, all of us close, close our eyes just gently. We don't have to force it, just whatever. Um, maybe a soft gaze and then starting to close our eyes. 
and I think where all of us are sitting down. So starting to bring our feet, maybe even taking our shoes off and bringing both of our feet grounded onto the floor. And starting from our feet, we're just kind of noticing and just being here, bringing our feet on the ground and then noticing that underneath our feet is just concrete or a foundation. But underneath that foundation is also just the earth. So being mindful of that in the beginning that we are just connected, all of us, all of our feet on the ground to this earth and the earth is connected to us. So the earth is coming up, meeting us exactly where we're at, holding the space for us. Now we're gonna to start to bring our belly button into our spine and just kind of starting to sit up a little bit straighter. Again, not forcing anything, just kind of sitting up straight and noticing the seat underneath us how our body feels. Maybe most of us have been sitting down all day or standing up and just, again, no judgment, meeting ourselves exactly where we are. Now the top of our head is reaching towards the sky. We're sitting up nice and tall. And in moments of silence, our mind might wanna to talk to us. And so just allowing it to talk to us, but letting it come in one ear and then out the other, just noticing, but being a witness to the thoughts, not a participant. And we're gonna to start to take some deeper breaths. So as you inhale, allow that breath to pass through your lungs. Then exhale, release, get a little bit lighter. With your next inhale, instead of just allowing it to pass through your lungs, allow your belly button to rise and take a nice deep breath in. And then as you exhale, just let go, release uh, anything that might feel heavy or on your heart today, letting it go. So intentional breathing here, continue at your own pace. And each time you inhale, allow your belly button to rise. Kind of when you see little babies breathing, their belly button rises and then it falls. And things that feel heavy to us, things that are on our mind, just releasing them and being right here with our breath, our body, our heart. Next, starting to bring both of our hands onto our heart. You're feeling our heartbeat. Bringing our chin towards our chest, just slightly bowing to ourselves. Being thankful for this heartbeat. Being grateful for our breath. 
thanking our bodies for carrying us throughout our life. Few more deep breaths here. Again, any thought, any feeling, allowing it just to pass by you, noticing, not reacting. few more breaths and as you breathe in, allow your hands to rise. And then allow your belly button to rise. Slowly starting to release our hands down into our lap. And then making an intention for today and before we start to open our eyes, it could be a word, it could be a quote, it could be just an intention of being more present. But before we open our eyes, looking within our internal landscape, thinking about what we might need today from ourselves and then giving that to ourselves. It could be, again, a word, love, encouragement, energy. What do you need? And if it doesn't come to you now, again, just be a witness to that. Maybe it'll come later. Once you have that word and once you have that intention, keeping it with you in your heart throughout the day, maybe throughout the week, being mindful as you move forward. Starting to slowly open our eyes gently just as we close them. Wow, thank you so much. Like you mentioned before, our minds tend to wander all the time. I know personally, I struggle with staying truly present when I try to meditate, even like right now. Are there some tips or tricks you offer when we find ourselves getting distracted? Yeah, I think one of the things for me was that I used to get so frustrated because I'm like, okay, I should know this stuff. Even now, it's really hard for me too. I think the one thing that really helped me was not to be so frustrated with myself, um, to just kind of, again, you know, we're human, like to not think anything is just, it's never going to happen. We're going to be thinking constantly. And I think unless we're in the Himalaya somewhere, you know, and just that's all we do all day long, it's going to be really hard to just turn it off. So I think one of the things that really helped me was not to be frustrated with myself, to meet myself exactly where I was at and um, to know that I'm, that I'm a human being that's really, really busy and that it's, it's going to take time to kind of get to that place, you know? So meditation is not about like not not having any thoughts at all. It's just about learning how to control those thoughts a little bit more each time. Also knowing the back of your head, like consistency is so important, you know, um, that, that you can't expect 
yourself or your mind to all of a sudden shut down, you know, and you haven't done it every day consistently for like five minutes or, or even two minutes. Right. Um, so those are some tips I try and tell myself is that the more I try and give myself tips on how to do it, the worse it gets, because then I get even more frustrated. So I think the best tip I can just give is like, I do it consistently and then, and then give yourself grace through it all. Um, and just meet yourself exactly where you're at and, and it'll eventually come. We know students have busy schedules between their academic commitments, work and family responsibilities. Mm -hmm. So do you have any tips for when in the day that we can fit time in for practice? Yeah, whenever you can. That's what I do. Uh, I know before a lot of us used to be on campus. So a lot of us were traveling or in the car. And I would say, you know, on your drive here, um, breathe, like don't listen to music, don't talk to anybody, just breathe, you know, on your way here or leaving here. Um, so but now a lot of us are just stuck at home from Zoom, like morning to like night, you know, and then even when we do go out, do go out, like we have family members out there or nephews, nieces, all of that. So definitely know what students are going through. I see it every day with my students. And um, I think just getting it in whenever they can, whether it be like five minutes in between classes or um, right before you go to sleep, even if you fall asleep, it's all good. You know, at least like you're working on calming your mind down before you do that. Um, and I think just get it in where you can fit it in <laughs> is what I would say. And it, it doesn't have to look like what you see in the movies or what you see in magazines It just make it look like what it is for you, right? Like what does meditation look like for you? What does mindfulness look like for you? Um, kind of going back to the very beginning, uh, mindfulness meditation looks so different for everybody and it works differently for everybody. So I would say to the students fit it in where you can get it in. And then also, you know, just be really, just uh, have your expectations kind of meet like to meet yourself where you're at in those expectations. What are some apps or other resources that you would recommend to students to explore if they're curious and don't know where to start? Yeah, I, I know a huge one that all my students really love is the Calm app. Um, I have downloaded it for myself too, but mainly for my kids because they have a hard time going to sleep. Um, and mommy doesn't always have time to sit down and <laughs> meditate with them. So I put on, they have like... Um, these, these stories, like nighttime stories for kids and stuff. So I know Calm is a huge app that a lot of people use. And I, again, I think this is such a personal thing. Apps might not work for others, right? Maybe YouTube, maybe watching somebody like do it works. Um, for me, I didn't use anything. I just kind of started to really figure it out on my own, what I liked, what I wanted. So um, again, for maybe students, maybe the Calm app is something that they want to work through or just looking up YouTube channels and seeing what works for them because one person might really like somebody and the other person's like, no, they're not my style. So again, kind of finding your own way of what works for you, what doesn't. And that's, again, part of being mindful is to notice what's happening for you when you hear something or, or you don't like something. And instead of judging that, right, um, just kind of, again, just, okay, well, that's not working for me or that's not great for me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this or this works better. Thank you so much for being here to help all of us learn about the practice of mindfulness and meditation. I know I personally really benefited from you saying, 
let's just really meet ourselves where we're at and make sure that the meditation is exactly what's working for us. And we're going to figure it out. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. To all of our listeners, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Join us every week as we continue conversations on health and wellness. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at FS Health Center, where we will share other ways you can build a healthier you. Thank you.